0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Out of the Blue podcast from Blue Zion Ministries. Grafted, gifted, and grounded with whole tree theology, right out of the 11th chapter of Romans, connecting the covenant pages of the seamless 66 books of the Bible we hold in our hands. We are dedicated to help, encourage, and inspire you to live the Word of God out loud. And now, here's your Out of the Blue host, Evangelist S.J. Narlock
1: Shalom, shalom, praise the Lord everyone We are back with Out of the Blue And uh, such an exciting time to be with y'all in these recordings And I pray again that it's a blessing to you We are excited about it Appreciate all those that have uh, uh, listened to the launch And I pray that uh, it was a blessing to you in some way A lot of history there, Uh, just uh, being very candid and a little bit of my testimony as it were, kind of what brought us to uh, this moment of wanting to share with you the uh, Seamless 66, the whole tree theology. We're very excited uh, about the little tidbits coming. I'm uh, thrilled always to share what uh, inspires me. Uh, Call it uh, information, inspiration station. Uh, that you can turn to from time to time, just to embellish your faith, bless your church, uh, watch your shepherds prosper, uh, excited to be on the road. Many good things are happening, traveling, uh, like we say, trucking for truth. So, uh, But right into the nugget today, uh, with Out of the Blue, um, I just want to uh, touch base with Brother Luke, the book of Luke in the scripture, uh, out of all the four gospels. Uh, just really appreciate uh, how Luke begins to uh, uh, spill things out from a very, uh, could I say, physician's point of view. Uh, you could call him the stethoscope saint or the apothecary apostle. Uh, but uh, in a very unique way, brings us thing, uh, things from the word of the Lord that are so truly inspiring, tying into all of the other books as well, or the other apostles as well. But uh, book of Luke chapter number seven and chapter number eight is a lot of great information uh, there that unfolds in a very Hebraic way. Again, when the scripture says, as it is written, when uh, Jesus, uh, the master says, as it is written, uh, the things that he's referring to, even in the epistles, as it is written, uh, are Old Testament scriptures, Torah scriptures, um, and then the psalms the readings the uh, different things that uh, uh, were their Bible or exclusively in the past so uh, of course all of ours uh, conglomerately together today but Luke chapter 7 and verse number 37 uh, speaks of a particular lady that comes in uh, to one of the Pharisees home. Uh, the Bible says behold a woman in the city which was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisees' house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. We've sung about it, we've preached about it, a lot of great things concerning the story. We've even held in our hands from an archaeological dig, some of the very alabaster that may have been from the time of Jesus or even the time of Solomon. Uh, just such a uniqueness uh, in that, uh, that product of that day. Of course, she stood at the feet of Jesus weeping. Uh, this whole household... Um, dynamics begin to change as she interrupted the meal she interrupted uh, could I say this flow um, there is this normality that's taking place at least from our perspective uh, of course but of course after all this takes place and what she does uh, they simply wonder in their minds and attack her um, uh, from all sides as it were of course seest thou this woman Jesus said, I entered into thine house, thou gavest me no water for my feet, uh, no kiss, no anointment. Uh, So there was no cleansing, as it were, they offered him. They offered him no passion or compassion. They offered him no spiritual sustenance, as it were, the oil. This was a Pharisee. They should have known. They should have used the uh, threads of their very occupation to... Um, be woven into that meal that night. But she interrupts. And so if I could say, uh, I'd like to just touch on extreme redemption, um, I- I- extreme love, extreme emotion that is exemplified in this chapter, in the next chapter. Uh, it's, it, extreme redemption is a redemption that interrupts the normal flow. You always find these interruptions. It's awesome. Somebody's in a tree. Jesus invites himself to supper. Some crying on the roadside. Um, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on us. Uh, the, whether it be vocally or visually, these interruptions always get God's attention. Um, God loves to be interrupted by someone with a whole lot of fat faith, as it were. Somebody that's overflowing, Amen. Uh, with I believe regardless. So this is that interruption. The alabaster box breaks, the perfume fills the room, uh, all those around are changed. They, they'll never get this out of their mind. It's, it's a vivid visual DNA impressor uh, that um, changes their world. Of course, it changed Jesus' world End for the most part, amen, uh, thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace, that he would say to her. And so it definitely changed her. So this um, application for today is, I I believe God's looking for extreme redemption. Redemption that changes us. And in external, extreme love and emotion. Uh, How about interrupting? Interrupting the flow by letting your faith fly in the face of fear. Letting your faith fly in the face of so-called facts. Letting the faith fly in the face of so-called fatalism. And believing God for the miraculous, uh, He's our God on an everyday basis. Why not claim that and um, interrupt? Uh, we, we look at even Luke chapter number eight. This great apothecary apostle begins to write uh, concerning the din, uh, the Gadarene, the demonic man that was filled with devils. Uh, you could find, Jesus says, let us go over under the other side of the lake in verse 22 of chapter 8. Uh, and of course, the, the ship got out on the water, and they uh, find that there's the master of the wind that calms the sea. And of course, he says, where is your faith? It makes me to wonder. They knew what the sea was, the the abyss the, the i guess the low frequencies that would uh, come from the midst of that water that would affect their faith because of the stories the mysticism uh, it was the depths of apollo or leviathan or confusion and so uh, they had a hard time being caught into a storm it's almost as if there was some kind of sea monster taking hold of the situation Uh, even in the realms of the god with a small g called Baal. He was the god of lightning, thunderstorm, So the attack was real. Uh, The devil always tries to abort the mission of Jesus, abort the mission of his people. But they make it to the other side. And Jesus, in a radical way, interrupts, if I could call it normal, the life of the demonic. Changes him forever. Um, And uh, then later, of course, now clothed in his right mind, Jesus makes these statements to him, return to thine house and show how great things God hath done unto thee. Uh, Here was a man that was a maniac in a moment, and in a moment, he makes him a missionary. That's powerful. It's all because, amen, somebody allows their faith uh, to radically change their situation, allows the divine intervention to take a hold of the circumstance. Amen, and extreme redemption takes place. So just astounding, astounding. I, it, it's just wonderful, and my, I know I'm racing the clock because we're, we're trying to get it around 10 minutes per out of the blue episode here, but you can look at Genesis 1-1. It says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. That is the English, uh, of which we just spoke a a little bit of Hebrew um, in the preface of that. But in the middle of that, Beroshi, Bra Elohim, and then there's an alif and a tau, which is the first and last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Then it goes into Hashemaim and HaArets. And so, in the beginning, God created et, the heaven and the earth. That et there is basically untranslatable from the Hebrew to the English, because it's not a real word. But if you look at, could I say the paleo or the, or the picto, pictures of the past, uh, archeological uh, realms would uh, back this up, that um, the alif would be the first letter uh, of the Hebrew alphabet, which would be the strong leader. The tau uh, is, uh, or the tav is the last letter, which is the shape of a cross. So you could say in uh, in an envelope in the middle of the first creational verse of the Bible, it's the Aleph and the Tau, it's the beginning and the ending, it's the first and the last. The strong leader comes to the cross. Amen. All of God that could die died on Calvary. So just powerful in the sense that in the beginning, Amen. The very creational verse, the very first verse in the Bible jesus christ is in the middle the saving redeeming redemptive messiah you talk about extreme redemption in the first verse there's extreme redemption god comes and robes himself in flesh so that he can uh, amen create in us uh, that he could save us um, amen that he could uh, cause us to be born again of the water and the spirit holy ghost filled water baptized just powerful, just powerful. There's a whole lot of other things we could say concerning um, the tidbits in the Hebrew. We're, we're going to land on some of that a little later in some other episodes. want to say in closing that in the same chapter uh, of Luke chapter eight, where we seen the demons cast out of the demonic, Jesus comes to Gadaree. Uh In that same chapter, um, amen, you'd find a lady with an issue of blood. It's kind of a two-tier story, uh, Amen. She's on the march to be healed. She breaks through and touches the hem of his garment. Radical faith amen, meets extreme redemption. That's really the picture we're trying to paint today is radical faith meets extreme redemption. When they have a head-on collision, miracles begin to happen. There's a, a divine synergy that begins to take place. And um, just awesome. And all these jam-packed chapters in the book of Luke. We could say a whole lot more about that. She reaches out and touches the hem. What's in the hem? I believe it was the prayer shawl. I believe it was the tallied of which is the zitzit or the tassel onto the end. And in that is a ribbon of blue. I believe the lady touched out, uh, touched and reached out and touched the hem of his garment or that ribbon of blue. Touching the blue changed her life. Her relationship changed with the creator of the world all because she tapped in to the blue. Uh, amen. So we pray that you tap into the blue today. Another quick note, if I could say that Gadarean man uh, on the other side of the lake was very Gentile controlled. It was one of the only pieces of the whole periphery of the Galilean Sea, of the Galilean Sea that was um, almost fully Gentile. But for God so loved the world that he gave. So it's Jew, Gentile, Uh, it's Goy, it's it's, uh, The Jews, it doesn't matter. Mankind as a whole. So he reaches out, I believe, purposely with divine directive. Amen. Went to that specific spot to pull a man out of sin, out of his troubled, demon-filled life. Look at, from an aerial point of view, the Sea of Galilee, or um, you could say, uh, literally means in Hebrew, the harp. The Sea of Galilee is a musical instrument and God could not let that seed. Though dominantly was those that understood the Torah, synagogues all the way around the sea, almost all the way around the sea. But He couldn't leave one note out of the musical composition. It had to be Jew and Gentile that would that would make the full fruition of the song come to pass. He loves the whole world. Well, that's really all I have time for. I went overtime for this little nugget today. Uh, I pray that out of the blue would be a blessing to you. God bless you. We look forward to another week. Uh, Amen. And may he just bless you and your family and the churches. Uh, We're living in the week of Hanukkah right now. We're celebrating in the sense of lighting up the night, uh, cleansing the temple, thanking God, uh, amen, for this great, um, bright season of joy. And uh, so God bless you in it all. Amen, I'm so thankful he came, amen, to touch us and light our world. All right, um, meet us at uh, BluezionMinistries.com on the web. Uh, Look for our travels, look for other uh, things that may be happening that I I pray would be an assistance to you. And we covet your prayers, covet your support as the Lord may lead you, uh, amen, and guide you. All right, thank you, God bless. Have a great, great day.
0: Thank you for joining us. We hope you've had your inspiration moment today. As we continue to pray for you, please remember to pray for this ministry as we endeavor to work in the kingdom of God. If you feel led to support this ministry, you can visit us on the web at bluezionministries.com to partner with us in evangelism. While there, you can also find prayer journals and music CDs available for purchase. And be sure to check out our Israel tour information if you'd like to find out more about visiting the Holy Land with us. It's all at BlueZionMinistries.com. We look forward to our time with you next week here on Out of the Blue Podcast. Please invite a friend. And remember, remain zealous over Zion.